welcome to visit with Grandpa. Imagine the streets and the interstates if we never cleaned car wrecks up and let them pile up. Whoa, how well would those streets work after a few wrecks? Here comes another car. Oh, well, that was my life until I learned how to clean up my emotional wrecks. And now I train mentors to help their families and their friends with addictions. So let's get started. So Winston Churchill said, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. So we're going to give our time to becoming a mentor and helping our friend. Did you pick a person to mentor yet? I hope so, because it'll help you with this class. But if you can't or couldn't or haven't and just it's just not going to happen, then may I ask you and invite you to pick yourself. Just pick someone so you can practice this. Because it's going to be exciting. So like the last podcast we had, your friend that relapsed and is now avoiding you is scared to death of you because they know you have something new. You have a new idea or new product or new something. And what's exciting is you know it, but they, they don't. Think about the way they feel when you start approaching them. They've been to treatment how many times and it hasn't worked. And they've been offered all these new ideas and none of them have worked. And what you have to offer is not treatment, because we're not treatment-oriented. We're mentors. But they don't know that. They are afraid of new ideas and new things, because if it doesn't work, for them, it's proof that what's wrong is them. Because they have all this evidence that they are messed up. They've been here, they've been there, they've been, you know, all these things. And none of them work. So they're like, I'm just dumb or I'm broken or whatever. And that's when it's time for you to stand up and say, no, it's not that you're broken. It's not that the program's bad. It's that everything's normal. Especially they are normal. Why is that important? Well, let me tell you why, because it's been fascinating to me when I was working as a probation and parole officer. And I would ask people, I'd say, well, what would you do if I proved you're normal? And they'd be going like, yeah, right. I'm not normal. I'm a, I can't do anything. I'm stupid. I'm broken. I mean, all the stuff I've heard, I'm worthless. I've heard, had people just start to cry when I said, you're normal. No, I'm not. You can feel from their own words, their own voice, the pain 
in their hearts. And I'd say, well, let's look at this. How old were you when your parents got divorced? 95% would give me a young age, under 5 or under 10. And then I'd say, I'd say whose fault was it? This is what amazed me at first. 80% of them blame themselves. A person under 10 years old blaming themselves for the divorce of their parents. Can you imagine living with that? Well, I can because I thought some stupid things. And I don't mean that as detrimental and mean to myself, but they were things that were not true that happened to me before I was seven, so I can understand that thought. But then I go to the next question with them. I say, well, what else? And would get a few things out. And I go, if somebody went through all that, you can see why they could use drugs for a coping skill, right? And they'd go, yeah, but it's not right. I'd say, okay, it has a bad side effect. But I'm not going to say it's not right, because what better thing did you have? Did you do the best you knew how? And they'd go, yeah. And I'd go through a little bit more, and then I'd say, well, if somebody went through all the problems and the hurt and the pain and suffering you went through, what would they be? And I kid you not, sometimes they'd say, actually not just sometimes, often they would say, probably dead. <laughs> and I'd look at them and I'd say, and you're still standing. That's when the tears would come for them. So they are normal for what horrible things they've been through. And they choose to use their addiction as a coping skill. That's normal. That's understandable. So we judge everybody as mentors. Excuse me, I did that wrong. We judge everybody as awesome. Awesome mentors, right? We judge mentors as awesome. That's a synonym. But we judge everybody as awesome because that way we can beat the judgment to the punch. We judge them as awesome, even when they lie, even when they relapse, and especially when they do good things, because they're not awesome because of their action. They're awesome because they're human beings. So whatever their action is, they are awesome. So what I want to do, what we want to do, and think about this, if you have a mentor, excuse me, if you have a mentee, then you're going to be doing this in your head. Remember the first podcast we said, we're going to find a mentee to mentor, and we're going to do this in our head. So we're judging them and figuring out they're normal. We're judging them as awesome. So now I have something, the next thing we can do that's going to be so cool. Are you ready? If you're ready, raise your hand. Or there's nobody around. You're probably listening. Now, if you're in a car, don't do this. But if you're not driving, raise your left foot. Why? It's because we can. We have some fun. We do things here differently. Because we have to look at this differently now. Because the things we've done before haven't worked. So raise that left foot one more time. Yeah? I got mine up. Standing on my leg, right leg, look like a stork, right? 
Okay, so this is the next thing we do. You write one positive thing daily in a notebook or on a computer program about your mentee. You got to change it. Now, if you want to be a super achiever, write two or three. But don't do more than three because we're going to keep doing this. And I don't want you to duplicate any of them. Think about it. What's going to happen when you, and you don't show these writings to your mentee. You keep these to yourself. In physical, you can send out all the love and all the, you know, all the emotion of it. You know, when you get done, you can say, hey, you know, you can feel it and send it out that way. But you don't, don't write it and give it to them. Let them see it or anybody else. What does that do? That creates a positive connection between you and that person. Have you ever just felt somebody that, you know, grandma? Your other grandma, the other side, your, you know, your, your real grandma or your real grandpa, hopefully. And, I, and I, I take a risk. I loved my grandparents. I had outstanding grandparents. Hopefully you did too. And you just know that anytime you came, they loved you. Well, what happens when you write something positive about them? When they come around you, even though right now they're embarrassed to see you, they're going to feel that extreme loving energy coming from you. And even if they don't, don't feel it, you're going to change your behavior your body language towards them, which their subconscious mind will notice. So, are you in? Three things, just three things you're going to do to help change your friend. Judge him or her as normal. Or not judge them as normal. That's the number two. Number one is analyze and realize they're normal. What they've been through to do what they do, to use drugs, to drink, to be have self-hatred, whatever they're doing, it's normal. It's a coping skill. Doesn't mean it's positive coping skill, but it's understandable. Number two, we judge them as awesome. No matter what they do, when they do great things, they're awesome. When they do bad things, they're still awesome because they are. I asked, I would, I'd love to have asked my my uh, probationers or parolees, I'd say, well, why are you awesome? And they go, I don't know. And I say, well, come on, tell me. And they start saying, because, and they start rambling stuff off. I say, nope. You were perfect until you started rambling stuff off after because. They're awesome just because. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I thought so too. And the last thing is, I invite you to write one to three positive things a day about your mentee. All right. If you do that, you're going to see something incredible. You're going to see a change inside and you're going to feel a change inside yourself. And that change and that energy from you is going to start something in them. Aren't you excited to have that much power? I am. I love 
watching people feel love from somebody else. Okay? You're on. See you in a few.